BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. This is NASCAR Coast to Coast, brought to you by Hercules Tires, right on our strength, and by Grunt Style. Now, with all the news from NASCAR Touring, local and international series racing, here are Kyle Rickey and Hannah Newhouse. Welcome to this week's edition of NASCAR Coast to Coast here on the Motor Racing Network. It's Wednesday, July 18th, and we've had short track racing happening all across the country. I'm here in our Concord, North Carolina location, and unfortunately, Kyle Rickey is unable to join me this week as he's going to be covering some dirt racing action in the Camping World Truck Series at Eldora this evening. Not going to lie, a little jealous, but it's okay. Um, I have the studio all to myself, except I do have an in-studio guest here. We've got Tyler Ancrum, this week's or this past weekend's winner in the NASCAR and Pro Series East up at Thompson. We'll talk to him a little bit later about that win, and quite a win it was as he came from the back. After actually, uh, he qualified on the pole and didn't quite make it past post-qualification inspection. So started at the back, found his way back to victory lane at Thompson, and extended his points lead in the Kane and Pro Series East. Uh, definitely an interesting race there. We had Tyler Dipple who finished up in the top three and is now, I wouldn't say he's inching in on that points lead, but it's definitely going to come down to these DGR Crosley boys as the Kane and East Championship continues to ride on into New Hampshire this up-and-coming weekend. Um, also in the news, there was the NASCAR Pinty Series. They took to the streets of Toronto up in Canada. What a cool concept. Uh, the NASCAR Pinty Series ran the Grand Prix there with the Indy, and it was a familiar face who ended up back in victory lane on another road course. Andrew Ranger also, who will join us in or on the phone lines a little bit later to talk about his win. This guy, he's just... He's got something figured out at these road courses. Um, he actually now holds the all-time record for wins in the NASCAR Pinty Series, adding another win this past weekend, but it wasn't without a really hard battle between uh, Tagliani with a last lap pass that wound his way back up into victory lane. So um, when we get back from the break, we'll be joined in studio here with the past weekend's Kane and Pro Series East winner Tyler Ingram to talk all things NASCAR Kane and Pro Series East. Grunt style. The American fighting spirit is in everything we make. We are 500 patriots and veterans strong, bringing clothing manufacturing back to the United States of America. Always moving forward, never retreating, never giving up. We are Grunt style, and this will defend. Get yours at gruntstyle.com. The Motor Racing Network is drawing lines every week on MRN.com. Choose the fastest line on Thursdays with The Straight Line, a nitro-fueled half-hour showcasing the biggest names on the NHRA circuit. On Fridays, take the shortest line with The Inside Line, your source for NASCAR fantasy racing insight from experts in and around the garage. Don't miss The Straight Line and The Inside Line, Thursdays and Fridays at noon Eastern, only on MRN.com. MRN's Throwback Thursday, the greatest races in NASCAR history. Richard Petty goes back in front. They both spin. They're in the wall. Petty is sliding. Here's
McPherson is still running as they come to the stripe. The winner is car number 21. They spin, they go into the outside wall. Earnhardt hits the wall. Rudd hits the wall. And scooting through is Jeff Bodine, and he is going to win the Holly Farms 400 here this afternoon. Thursdays at 1 on MRN.com, on demand on iTunes and Google Play. Throwback Thursday on MRN.com. This is NASCAR Coast to Coast, brought to you by Hercules Tires and by Grunt Style. Here are Kyle Rickey and Hannah Newhouse. Welcome back to this edition of NASCAR Coast to Coast here on the Motor Racing Network. This past week in the NASCAR Caden Pro Series East took up to the Northeast as part of their initial Northeast swing, including Thompson and New Hampshire. And it was quite the throwback weekend, as it's called the Throwback 100. A lot of schemes throughout the years. But uh, Tyler Ankrum, this past weekend's winner, another win on the notch of the K&M Pro Series East, extending your points lead, found your way back into victory lane. Congratulations and welcome back to the show. Yeah, it's awesome to be back here. <laughs> still, I still kind of get almost too excited like the first time I came here, so I'll try to cal cal calm it down a little bit. But uh, that, that second win was awesome at Thompson. You know, we really needed that. You know, uh, my last one was at South Boston back in May or something like that. It was, it was, it was a pretty long time ago so getting that second win you know we're, we're going on this stretch of uh, races every single weekend so that's really nice you know having the momentum and uh, having a, uh, a fully built clean car going to the next race so uh, that job makes the makes it a lot easier for the guys once they get back to the race shop but you know just having that second win extending the points lead is a uh, it's really nice now that win definitely did not come easy for you guys anyone mm -hmm. that followed the race throughout the weekend knows that you guys had initially set quick time didn't quite make it through post-race uh, tech there, which made you guys go to the back of the field. And you still, in 100 laps, made your way through the field, battled with Dylan Bassett, and collected that win. When you guys didn't make it through post-tech and knew you had to go to the back, I mean, how discouraged were you to start that race? You know, I, I, when, I, when I heard we were going to the back, at first, uh, the first thing that went through my mind was, all right, we're starting the back. How am I even going to get to the front? <laughs> you know, I had no idea how I was going to do it. And... Uh, you know, my guys, they just held me up and they said, you know, we still have one of the fastest cars. We still have the fastest car uh, to win this race. So uh, they gave me a ton of confidence. They really held me up because at the start of that race, I said to myself, I'm probably going to be lucky if I get to third or fourth. But you know what? We got all the way up to the lead. And uh, even when I took the lead with like, I think it was like six laps to go, you know, uh, <laughs> I was still thinking to myself, like, is this for real? <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's just, it was, a, it was a hectic 100 laps, you know. Uh, coming up through the back like that, you know, I was expecting uh, myself to eat, just burn my tires up, just trying to get to the field, get to the front as fast as I could. But um, you know, we had a lot, we had a caution, a lap 74, and uh, my car fired right back off, and uh, I was waiting for the car to run out of steam, but it just kept on trucking. So, uh, you know, there are no brakes on that train in that race for us. So um, I'm really excited. Uh, we have a lot in New Hampshire up next, so I'm ready, ready for that one. Now, a lot of the talk this season in the K&N Pro Series East and West has come down to tire strategy. There's a new tire that's been implemented. There have been brakes that allow you guys to strategize when you're going to take tires throughout the season. And this past weekend, 100 laps at Thompson, you started this back. Did that change your strategy? Did you and Seth uh, Smith, your crew chief, sit down before the race and go, okay, we need to revamp our strategy? And if so, I mean, what did you guys what did you guys really talk about before you went into it? You know, uh, last year, you know, obviously they were on the bicycle. Now we're on the radio. So, you know, when, when we're sitting in the race shop and we're watching old footage, they actually had to still ride because, you know, Thompson, it's bumpy. It's it's not really, it's not super worn out like most of the tracks down here down south. 
but it still has quite a bit of grip, but you know, it's just not a track you can go out there and you can, you know, hold it wide open for 100 laps. You still had to ride quite a bit. So, you know, us having this radial tire, and we learned a lot this uh, these first seven races, you know, we learned at uh, uh, Memphis, we learned at Langley, we learned at South Boston, we learned at New Smyrna that you didn't have to ride as much as you thought. So, and that, for a lot of times, especially, you know, at Memphis, it hurt us, you know, finished second because we rode too long thinking that the leader was just going to burn it up, but he didn't. He just kept on going, you know, the kind of the way we were at Thompson. So, uh, we, we kind of learned from our mistakes, I, sh I should say, and we pretty much said that I can go hard the whole time. You know, I had to be snart, smart and, you know, not burn the right rear up or burn the right front up. I still had to uh, conserve a little bit, but not a lot. And, uh, you know, we had such a fantastic car that I could really just blow through the corners and haul down the straightaway. So. Uh, fantastic work by the DGR crew you know they worked super hard you know Friday night uh, practice ended at 7 and they spent so they worked on the car till 10 o'clock just combing over it you know they worked so hard uh, to get me there and I just can't be, I'm grateful to have them yeah and it's funny we talk about that too because Spencer Davis who was a front runner all weekend actually acquired the pole after the disqualification uh, had made a comment too about how he rode too hard and burnt his stuff up and then was no longer in contention. So all definitely about strategy. But if we look at your season, we're eight races into the Canaan Pro Series East season so far, and you have yet to finish outside of the top five except for once. Um, how do you you know say that consistency has been able to help you when most of these tracks are new for you and this is your rookie season? Uh, well, the consistency factor you know it's it's huge on points because. I feel like if you can go out there and you can win and then wreck the next race and win and finish 10th or 11th the next race, there's no consistency factor. So, you know, with points, it's really not going to help a whole lot. You know, you're going to have all these wins, but no points to show for it. So if you can consistently run up and run top three, top five, uh, like I've been able to do this past year, obviously finished once outside the top 10 uh, or outside the top five, you know, uh, it's, it's, it helps a lot because it, you can really settle down and uh, really stay focused and stay clear because when you're scrambling, trying to get wins and uh, trying to run up front, you make more mistakes. So me having the 22 points lead I have now, uh, I can really just focus on winning. And, and it, even if I don't, you know, it's still a pretty good day because I, I can still more than likely build on that points lead. Now this up and coming weekend, a quick turnaround for a lot of the teams went from Thompson this past weekend to New Hampshire, where to be, be there with you know the Cup, the Xfinity, and also the NASCAR Wheel and Modified Tour. And I know Thompson Motorsports Park was uh, gracious enough to open up the garages, let teams stay there, hang out, and prep their cars uh, for New Hampshire. Is DGR Crosby is your team up there prepping race cars right now? Actually, they came back because they had to get trucks ready for Eldora. So you know they brought the cars back and. Uh, you know, our car, Thompson, was so good. We actually built a New Hampshire purpose race car. We're going to race new, uh, we had a built purpose built race car for New Hampshire, and we're going to run that car at Iowa, and I believe for the rest of the year, minus Watkins going, we have another car for that. Uh, but, you know, we were so fast and so strong at Thompson. Oh, we had a clean race car, and it was pretty much ready to go back on the trailer. Uh, we, we decided to run the, the same car we won at Thompson and South Boston uh, at New Hampshire. So, uh, our New Hampshire car is now my backup. <laughs> So, um, you know, I, I'm really conf confident in that race car. You know, we um, have been on fire with that car all year. So, you know, I'm, I'm really confident in that decision they made. So I just can't wait to get there. Yeah, that's definitely a good feeling when you build a new car, but you go back to the old car because you're yeah. so confident in it. You can take it to the next race. But speaking of New Hampshire, you've ran mile tracks before 
in super late models, definitely like Winchester, I believe, and maybe uh, Nashville, some of these high-speed tracks, but you've never been to a mile track yet with a K&N car. Is there any apprehension this weekend going into New Hampshire? A little bit. You know, I have an iRacing simulator at home. <laughs> and, uh, it's, it's probably one of the toughest racetracks on iRacing, especially in a K&N car or a truck, you know, I, I've been just, you know, having fun and playing around with it. Uh, I just can't, I don't imagine what, what it's going to be like when I get there because, you know, you have such a long straightaways and, you know, it's it's a large paperclip. It's a, it's a Martinsville on steroids, basically what it is. So, uh, you know, we'll see when we get there. You know, I've been spending a lot of time uh, with the guys at the race shop talking, uh, watching a lot of film. Uh, in spending a lot of time on I racing, so uh, we're just gonna have to find out because it's my first time on a mile racetrack, and first time being on straightaway is that long. So we're just gonna have to find out. There you go, Tyler Ankrum joining us here uh, this past weekend's winner in the NASCAR Canaan Pro Series East, collecting his second win of the season and headed to New Hampshire this up and coming weekend, looking to extend that points lead maybe and get that first win on the mile and a half. Congratulations again, Tyler, and thank you for being here uh, in studio with us again. All right, thank you. It's obviously always a blast here at MRN. <laughs> you know, I came I came to MRN, you know, for the first time a few weeks ago. And it was like, this is awesome. I'm, I'm in the same room. They do the glass case of motions, and Ryan Blaney sits right there, as you told me. And I kind of fangirled at that. But then I'm driving up to MRN. It's like, turn on to MRN Drive. It's like, what? They got their own street name, too? What? But, you know, obviously I'm, a, I'm having a great time. I can't wait to come back here again. His second tweet of the night after he won on Saturday <laughs> was tweeting at me to make sure he had a spot on today's show. So it definitely makes me uh, feel good that we have drivers on here that would like to come and hang out with us. But when we get back from break, we're going to have the NASCAR Pinties winner this past weekend up at Toronto, Andrew Ranger. Get on here, or we're going to have him on here and talk about um, what it's like and how his success has been running strong this 2018 season. Citywide to countryside, whatever you drive, wherever you go. Hercules Tires has the value, selection, and industry-leading warranty to get you there, no matter where the road takes you. To learn more, visit HerculesTire.com. Hercules Tires, ride on our strength. MRN original programs stream on MRN.com. Check out NASCAR drivers on Motorsports Monday with Woody Kane and Joey Wing Meyer. Sprint car racing on Wing Nation with Steve Post and Aaron Everhead. NASCAR team crews on Crew Call with Sammy Joe and Rocco. NASCAR local and regional racing on NASCAR Coast to Coast with Kyle Rickey and Hannah Newhouse. NHRA talk on the straight line with Marty Huff and Doug Herbert. Your home for original motorsports talk. MRN.com. When the smoke settles, the entertainment never stops. Maybe I'll run my retirement tour in the truck series. On race weekends, your favorite NASCAR personality is an everyday superhero. Kyle Busch wins at Dover. But when they leave the racetrack, they're just like everyone else. It's me in the truck series. People don't like it. You know, I'm stealing candy from a baby. I'm Susie Armstrong. Join me on a daily journey as we discuss the hot topics and engaging personalities of NASCAR Nation. Ned Jarrett's World of Racing, weekdays on the Motor Racing Network. This is NASCAR Coast to Coast, brought to you by Hercules Tires and by Grunt Style. Here are Kyle Rickey and Hannah Newhouse. 
Welcome back to NASCAR Coast to Coast here on the Motor Racing Network. And we've got this past weekend's winner of the NASCAR Pinty's race up at Toronto, where they decided to go both left and right along the roads of Toronto. Um, definitely an awesome thing and something I think that we should have more of here in NASCAR because it seemed nothing less than an exciting race. We've got on the phone line Andrew Ranger who picked up the win this past weekend. Andrew, thanks for coming on and uh, welcome back to the Motor Racing Network. Hey, thank you very much. It's a pleasure. Now, it definitely sounded like an uh, interesting race this past weekend. Uh, a last lap pass for the win, marking yet another win on the streets of Toronto. Um, has it set in yet that you got another win there? This is awesome. It's been our third win there in Toronto. It's uh, a track where it's, it's great to race, uh, very, very tight course, uh, very bumpy. It's in the street of Toronto, so uh, it was awesome. You know, the fans there are, are amazing, and, uh, you know, we... we and uh, we won our second race this year, so it was unbelievable. And like you mentioned, this is your second win of the year. Uh, actually, two in a row as you uh, won this past race at Autodrome Chaudière. Uh, do you think this second win, even the first one, has maybe kick-started a win streak for you guys? <laughs> I would like to say yes. You know, it's, uh, we won uh, like three weeks ago uh, at the Chaudière, like you said, on the oval track in the the last weekend in Toronto on the road course. So we, we know that we have uh, two good cars, and uh, it's good for us. You know, my crew chief, uh, David White, uh, gave me a really good car, and uh, we have great support of Chrysler, Mopar, and uh, just to win for them, it's, uh, it's awesome. Now, this marks your third win um, at this Toronto race. Uh, road courses, if you look at the statistics, you've got at least three wins on the five different venues that you guys go to. Um, still currently holding the record for all-time wins in the NASCAR Pinty Series. Um, but many would say that maybe road course racing is more your thing. Uh, what attributes your success on road course? Uh, the road course we have is uh, you know, it's, event, you know, it's more like Grand Prix and uh, I don't know, I feel very comfortable, it's awesome to race on those track and uh, we have a lot of win on the oval too, but it looked like uh, in the beginning of my uh, when I started NASCAR I was uh, performed really well on the, on the road course so uh, right now it's, uh, it's great, we are leading the championship and uh, you know it's awesome to be there in the front now, this is one of the first races uh, that we've seen in a little while, maybe, that uh, NASCAR has experimented back on Toronto or back on Grand Prix-style road course racing. And it's a talk all over social media on when we're going to see the upper divisions doing it again. And you'd mentioned something about how cool the experience was and how cool the fans are. Um, can you give us a little bit more detail on what it's like to run Grand Prix-style like that through the race or th through the streets of Toronto? Yeah, it's, uh, it would be nice to have the Infinity Air Racer or a truck race or something. It's, uh, I don't know, it makes uh, that Grand Prix very special because uh, it's really on the street of Toronto. You're really downtown Toronto, you know, and uh, between walls where it's very aero, not a lot of room, not a lot of uh, place to pass, but it's, uh, if you do a mistake, you know, it's, uh, it's that. So it's, uh, you need to, uh, to make sure that uh, you don't do a lot of too much mistake uh, it's a good challenge for a driver at the same time it's great for the fans it's close to downtown like i said so it's uh it's amazing to be there i don't know it's the same thing at the grand prix of bois Rivière. same as same same place almost so it's uh, it's amazing to race in those those tracks 
yeah, I saw pictures and videos, and it definitely lacked no excitement. It looked like a great race. But if we look forward on your schedule, you guys actually have this up-and-coming weekend off. But you kind of go into a doubleheader. This next week on Wednesday the 25th, you guys have twin, twin 125s at the Wynette Group Raceway. Um, then followed on by a Saturday race at Edmonton. Do you guys play any strategy into the fact that you guys have back-to-back -back races, let alone twin 125s, um, within a couple days? Yes, it's uh, it's something very uh, very tough for for us for the team, but for the series because uh, we just passed Toronto and we need to go there. A lot of traveling, uh, you know. There is the two big rookies in Saskatoon. After that, we are racing in Edmonton, so uh, it's three races, uh, almost three days. So it's uh, very uh, a lot of work. Uh, we need to make sure that uh, we do well in Saskatoon. Uh, maybe a top five finish or something, so we can do well in Edmonton and survive almost. And to be there in Edmonton after that, we are coming back at the Trois-Rivières Grand Prix, where again it's a road course. Uh, family, friends are coming, so it's uh, they are a big month for us in the series, a fencing series. A big month ahead for sure. Definitely busy for you guys as well. But I want to take a look a little bit forward in the season. Actually, later on this year, the NASCAR Pinty Series makes its first trip to the United States, uh, comes and races with us at New Hampshire Motor Speedway, a first for the series, and maybe a track that uh, a lot of drivers don't have experience on. What are you guys doing to maybe prepare to go to New Hampshire later on in the year? It's, uh, we have a, uh, a track where we call it Shukaza. It's close to Niagara Falls. It's uh, not a mile track, but it's close to a mile track. B brand new track. It's an awesome track. So we go there twice this year. We've been there last year, too. So we, we are not used to race on the big track like that, but similar because of that track. So uh, I raced there in Infinity in the past in the Canaan uh, East Series. So uh, I, have, I don't have a million laps there, but I have some laps. So... Uh, I really like that track. It's awesome. So to go there in West with our, uh, not with, in the United States with our series, it's, it's great. It's big. Uh, it's going to be definitely a huge weekend. So we definitely need to, uh, to do well there. Yeah, like you said, you definitely might have that upper hand a little bit going to New Hampshire because it sounds like a little bit of experience may play a long ways. But um, we talked a little bit about how this you have a lot of success in the NASCAR Pinty Series, but your two wins in so far, and a lot of people are saying that the consistency, this may be your best season so far. But how hard is it really to win in the NASCAR Pinty Series, let alone contend for a championship? Uh, it's, uh, it's very hard. Seriously, it's a fun series. I have a great chance to race an Infinity Series and a Monster Series, k all the NASCAR Series, actually, so... To race in the Pepsi Series, you can see, like, the top 10 can win every weekend. You know, it's amazing how competitive it is. It's so fun. We race in front of uh, a lot of the people in the grandstand. You know, when we go to the Grand Prix of Trois-Rivières, uh, hundreds of thousands of people are going there. Uh, Mossport is the same thing, 40,000 of people. So those events are awesome, and it's almost sold out, you know. So this is great. I really like the series, and to be supported by Chrysler Mopar, it's a great sponsor. It's fun to race here in Canada. Plus, uh, I race with a great team, DJ Kennington Racing, where they, they put a lot of effort in my, my program. So uh, I enjoy it. I have a lot of win in that series. Uh, I can race in front of family, friends, and uh, I don't know. It's, it's different, but at the same time, uh, a lot of fun. 
Andrew Ranger on the phone with us. Andrew, uh, collecting another NASCAR Pinty Series win this past weekend at Toronto. Thank you so much for coming on with us today, and uh, enjoy your off weekend, and good luck next week as you guys go into the doubleheaders. Hey, thank you very much. It's a pleasure. As you guys know, we've got Kyle Ricky, who's currently actually absent. He's out in Eldora uh, playing in the dirt with the Camping World Truck Series, and we've been tossing around this idea here at the Motor Racing Network on maybe it's time to rebrand NASCAR Coast to Coast a little bit and uh, have a little fun with it. So the guys uh, behind the scenes here did a little work and came up with a film reel uh, to help maybe rebrand a little bit. And we want to know what you guys think of it. And Kyle, I know this will be the first time you see it too, so uh, let me know what you think about this new uh, promo idea. It's the Hannah Newhouse Show, starring Hannah Newhouse. Featuring Kyle Ricky. The Hannah Newhouse Show brings you only the best from the local and regional NASCAR circuits and is sponsored by everything awesome ever. Here's Hannah Newhouse. I can't help but laugh at that every time I see it. This is the third or fourth time and it just makes me laugh every time and I'm waiting for Kyle to blow my phone up and I'm just going to have to break the news to him that, I mean, I think we're going to get a pretty wide set vote on that. But uh, when we come back, we'll talk all short track racing coming up this up and coming weekend and find out who won across the country at short tracks. I am Rob Tanner inviting you to the all new America's tailgate party, NASCAR USA. The sound is updated with fresh features and more of the voices you hear at the racetrack each week. The one thing that hasn't changed, it's two hours of the hottest hits in country music as we get you ready to go racing. So join us for the brand new edition of America's Tailgate Party, NASCAR USA, at the same place right here on the Motor Racing Network. All the dirt, winged excitement, and closest racing in America is featured each week on MRN's Winged Nation. Steve Post and our team of dirt racing experts bring you a trackside perspective on the heroes and personalities of sprint car racing. From Pennsylvania to California, the Midwest, Florida, and of course, Knoxville. Tune in to MRN's Winged Nation, presented by Sage Fruit, each Saturday on MAV-TV. And MRN's Winged Nation, presented by Hercules Tires. Live Tuesdays at noon Eastern and on demand at MRN.com. Calling all admirers of the king. For Richard Petty, the STP Pontiac. We have the place for you. Celebrate the life and career of NASCAR's all-time win leader, Richard Petty. Uh, the hat came about in the late 70s. From the legend behind the king's famous crown to thrills and spills that the Hall of Famer had over the years. Petty is sliding, slamming into the wall. It's Richard Petty's Road to Royalty, and it's available for free to download on iTunes and MRN.com right now. This is NASCAR Coast to Coast, brought to you by Hercules Tires and by Grunt Style. Here are Kyle Rickey and Hannah Newhouse. Lots of short track racing action this weekend as the NASCAR Wheel and Modified Tour and the NASCAR Canaan Pro Series East heads to New Hampshire as they take on Loudon alongside the NASCAR Xfinity Series and the Monster Energy NASCAR Cup Series. So no doubt all eyes will be up in New Hampshire as we see who can reign another win in both those series? Justin Bonds and you are in the NASCAR Will and Modified Tour. Definitely on a hot streak and wouldn't be surprised if he contends, but you've got a lot of these young guys, including Chase Dowling, who's really 
ready for a win, and maybe we'll see if Doug Kobe can beat his bad luck streak and find his way to victory lane at New Hampshire. Also, the Canaan Pro Series East racing on Saturday as well. Uh, Tyler Ankrum, who we had in the studio earlier, looking to add another win on the belt, but also his first time on a mile track. So it might be a possibility that we see one of the other drivers with a little bit more experience, maybe even one of those rev racing cars, uh, end up in victory lane. But Rewind a little bit and take a look back at this past weekend. We've talked about the NASCAR Pinty Series. Uh, Andrew Ranger, we had the winner on earlier, uh, took home that win, but it wasn't without a uh, lot of competition from uh, Tagliani and L J.F. Dumoulin, who rounded out the top three, Gary Clutt and J.P. Dumoulin with the top five, and also at Thompson in the Canaan Pro Series East. We had Tyler Ankrum, who was the winner, and oh my goodness, there we go. Dylan Bassett in second. Tyler Dipple, that other DGR teammate, top three. Uh, Spencer Davis and Colin Cabry rounding out the top five. We look ahead to this weekend, though. Or, I'm sorry, this past weekend as well in short track racing. Justin Milliken took the win at Myrtle Beach, as well as Dexter Knipe and Chris Hudspeth in the late model stock division. Took the wins at Hickory Motor Speedway. Philip Morris, the NASCAR Will and All-American Series current points leader, with yet another win at the short track of South Boston Speedway in Virginia. Trey Gibson with another win at Greenville Pickens in that late model stock. And James Savali captured that win in the modified division at the Madhouse of Bowman Gray Stadium. And if you go out to the West Coast, twin races in the super late models on the 3 8 mile of Evergreen Speedway out in Washington. And it wasn't without a battle between points leader Garrett Archer and Trent Morardi, but it was Morardi who came out on top with both the wins. So, again... Jealous of you, Kyle Ricky. I know you're going to be watching this uh, later this evening, but uh, have fun out in Eldora as we are looking forward to another great weekend of short track racing. And I'm excited to head to New Hampshire and bring you coverage on uh, the NASCAR Home Tracks Twitter page. Uh, love me some short track racing. But that's it for this episode of NASCAR Coast to Coast here on NASCAR the Motor Racing Coast Network. Coast has been I'm brought to you by Hercules Tires and by Grunt Style. NASCAR Coast to Coast can be found on demand at MRN.com, iTunes, Google Play, YouTube, and SoundCloud. NASCAR Coast to Coast is a production of the Motor Racing Network. All rights reserved.